What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys. How's it going? And I, I, I'm just happy. Like, this is this is great. I'm not going to lie. Um, if you guys don't know, as, as all of you know, we lost 20-0. to First time ever Matthew Stafford was shut out against the Panthers two weeks ago. And then on Thanksgiving, on Thursday, we lost, I think, what was the final score? 41-25? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, we got whooped in that game too. So with that, the Lions as a whole, uh, team members, um, players, staff, all that, did have an off day on Friday, and then we heard all the news on Saturday that Matt Patricia is no longer our head coach, and Bob Quinn is no longer our general manager. I cannot tell you how happy I am to be a Lions fan at this moment in time. It's great. What yeah. do you got for me? I mean, I think we kind of all saw this coming, um, especially after that Colts loss that Thanksgiving was really the day where, or the game where, all right, they're either going to do it now or never, and I'm still surprised they, they did it. Um, a little yeah. bit, to be honest. I'm a little bit, but I told you, bro, I had like a vision. I'm not even joking. I had like a vision. I'm like, we get whooped on Thanksgiving, they're gone. <laughs> like, I, I, could, I could envision the tweet in my head. I'm like, holy crap, it's going to happen. Let's do this. I was so excited, so yeah. excited, but I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, what is there else to say other than we're free? We don't have to see another map treasure quote of you say it best. Just gotta execute better. Just gotta we gotta coach better, and uh, we're focused on the Bears. Exactly. We don't have to see that shit again at all. Let's go. Woo! Oh my gosh, and we don't have to hear another boring Bob Quinn conference, in my opinion, and we get to see more flashy moves, I am hoping, and I don't know, this is always preference, but as a general manager, I am okay if you are less of a cap manager and more of a get flashy players to help you win now, then look how good I'm doing with my money, I'm going to get a whole bunch of mid-tier guys and hope they all work out. And that just all comes down to the coaching, I think. And obviously Matt Patricia wasn't it. Nope. Um, Let's see. But, yeah, he was fired on Saturday. A ton of Lions players tweeted out stuff, subtweeting. A Um, lot. Let's see. Where is that? Slay did. Travis Fulgham did. Ziggy did. Travis Fulgham did? Yeah, he just kind of tweeted that uh, moon with with the face on it where it's kind of like, oh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Ebron had stuff to say, which was kind of weird. Ashawn. Uh, Ashawn Robinson was the big one for me. That's like. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said, "Haha, told me you'll take my career away from me." He said, "Told me you'll take your career, my career away from me." But I guess they have other plans for you. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Damn. Uh, I mean, that's... Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy just like well. Um, Stefan Tolik. Yeah, I'm s- Kenny Galladay liked a couple posts on Instagram. Glover mm-hmm. Quinn. Yep. T- put the peace sign out on his uh, story. Yeah, PJ Johnson. PJ Johnson did. O- Elijah Lee. Damn. TJ Jones. And his quote was pretty cool. He said, "Quote of the day: Nobody is immune to karma." Believe that. I was like, damn. Yeah, the one thing that's kind of weird 
I mean, I, I guess this is expected for um, publicity purposes, but, like, mm-hmm. no current player said anything or tweeted out anything. They can't, dude. Yeah. They're still playing. Yeah, so. Offseason, they're going to get a little louder. And once they leave the lines, and that's why the biggest thing, uh, a couple other guys, um, Eli Harold and um, Chuck Washington, Charles Washington, our special teams amazing guy. He's not here anymore. Yes, sir. Um, just the thing is that, like, when you're on the team, it's it's bad. You can't disrespect your coach when you're playing for that team, because the players that like that coach ain't gonna like you very much anymore, and if you do that, you're considered a cancer to the team, or you're considered bad, yeah. or like, and that's not what they're considered. They just disagree with how the coaching style. So there's players on this team that 100% are happy. Did you see? Um, that's the other thing we need to talk about is the Sheila Ford Hamp uh, press conference. Um, yeah. Heard so- Rod Woods said that they met with the team, and there was a lot of what did they say? They had a very positive reaction yeah. to them saying that they got fired. So there are plenty of players on this team that did not like either of them, or especially Matt Patricia. They just are not going to publicly say it on their social media accounts because they still play for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yep. Um, and then something else is that I, I should have sent the tweet to myself before we started recording, but a report came out from Jeremy Fowler, I want to say, mm-hmm. that Stafford and Patricia didn't get along. Ooh, you know, actually I might be able to find it real quick. But anyway... Um, I had actually gotten DMs from this, from a random source. I, I'm not yeah. really sure how, like... Reliable. <laughs> reliable it is. Yeah. Um, not going to say anything about who he is or how he supposedly knows this, but... Um, yeah. Said that... He, he damn me and said, uh, Stafford has no confidence under Patricia. This is talking about in 2018. Um... Yeah. And he pretty much said that the only reason he's not going crazy was because of Bevel. Bevel Bridge I grabbed. Yeah, so obviously Stafford's happy. Um, press conferences just literally ended probably half an hour ago um, with all the media members saying those were the best conferences, best pr- press conferences they've seen since Caldwell was Caldwell. hired. So. Yeah. And, it, it, I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I was looking at the tweets the whole time, and it was great. And, I don't know, just the quotes that he was having, like they said, is the offense going to open up a little more? He said, you're going to have to wait and see. I was like, okay. The fact that he said that means that Patricia did have a hand in that offense. And I'm wondering, once we got up 21-0, to zero, that he told them to slow down, just freaking hand the ball off, go vanilla. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm wrong, because if I'm right, I'm going to be pissed. Because that means that... Bevel really was being held back, and it wasn't just Stafford, and it was Bevel wasn't doing it. Well, I think Stafford's obviously me. not playing as well as he did last year, but I think yeah. it's less of a "Hey, don't be aggressive, we're up" kind of a thing, and more of a "Hey, we're gonna ball control the whole game." Yeah, that's and true. like throwing it back to the Texans game, we're gonna run it ten times, which mm-hmm. worked, but like you're down at that point three scores, you gotta. Got to move it. Exactly. And, I don't know, I just think that Bevel's going to be able to open up more now that he's a head coach. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. These five games, like he said in the press, in the press conference, 
Rod Wood and Sheila are going to give him the opportunity to win the head coaching job with these five games. And and I love that, I think. I do, too. I think. I'm not saying I would want him to win, but if we go 5-0 and in the next games, yeah. I'll change my tune a little bit. Yeah. So, do I think that's possible? It's very highly unlikely. Do I think that we will go 3-2 and in these next games? That's very highly unlikely as well. So, it'll be interesting to see. Also, a little bit of Lions news. The... Um, week 14 game where we host the Packers Yep. on the 14th, 13th, 13th, yes, got, yep, 13th. 13th was moved up to the 425 spot on Fox, which makes it the game of the week, I believe. So Aikman and Buck will have that game. Is it? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming so. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, almost makes me then, think that we got the other one moved too. Yeah, the. The Bucks game was moved from Friday or from Sunday to, to, yeah, to the first yeah, Sunday to Saturday to the first Sunday. Saturday game. So yeah, so that's going to be twenty sixth day after Christmas. So something I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like reading in between the lines here too much, but it's almost <laughs> like you tweeted it, did you? Yeah, where I'm like, was Roger Goodell really? I don't know, because obviously they had beef going back to what twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Uh, when Patricia was still with the Patriots, and Patricia wore like a clown <gasps> shirt. Oh, bro, I forgot about yeah. that until right now. So they've had like Yo. beef with each other, and then like Patricia's fired. Now Lions get two primetime-ish games. I don't wow, know. bro, I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh, I think you could be right. I mean, two twenty-five is a primetime games, but with it being. America's Game of the Week and moving into 2.30 game, a lot more people are going to watch it. And then, yeah, we're the only what, How many game primetime on games have the Lions had? Let's see. Since Patricia, since Patricia got hired, we were pissed because we didn't night, have like any. Monday night and a Sunday night. Thanksgiving, obviously. I don't count Thanksgiving, though, because that's like given. I don't either. Monday, Sunday. That was all the first year. So two. And then 2019, we had. Just the Packers game, right? Yeah, just the Packers game, and then this yeah. year just no, dude, none, zero, none. So we I don't know. the lowest primetime games these last three years. Granted, we all complain about it, and then we get demolished, and we're like, "Good thing we're not on primetime." <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so one's got well, this is an interesting this is an interesting quote real quick um it's actually on the NFL network app um Sheila Ford Hamp didn't have to explain anything to the players or other coaches they were like thank you that is Mike Silver on the Lions firing Matt Patricia oh I did not see that yeah it just came out two minutes ago so, um yeah, that's interesting we didn't bring this up yet we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier but mm-hmm. Stafford so the press conferences that we were talking about were with Bevel and then Stafford. Yep. And Stafford was asked, um, does your head coach need to be liked or well-respected in the locker room? And he said, I think it's important to win. That's the most important thing. Everybody's experiences are going to be seen through the lens of win- wins and losses. And we all know Stafford. He's not going to take shots at anybody. But Never. Uh, like, that's as close to a shot, I think, as you're going to get. At Matt Patricia from Stafford. And there were... I don't know if you remember, but early 2018, there were rumors that 
this that Stafford wasn't liking uh, Patricia, and then those kind of all disappeared once they beat the Patriots. But I don't know. I just we're, we're I think that he didn't like him either. Was, and yeah, it doesn't matter now. Like I just think it's funny to be completely honest with you. Like yeah, it's it's interesting that he's lasted this long. I guess good for them for trying to give him another shot, even though he probably didn't deserve it. And I'm glad that Patricia and Quinn were tied to each other. I have seen a few people on Twitter that are like, no, it sucks because Quinn's gone. It does not suck that Quinn's gone. We talked about this before. He's a mediocre to below mediocre general manager in total with everything. Cap space, free agents, drafting, trades. Just like, no, you use the word mediocre like most people use the word average. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess you guys need to know that. Um, It's exactly the same thing. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how I see it. Um, and that's not okay. It's not. We need, I would. I want a top five GM. That'd be great. But top ten GM, I will shut up. Fine. Yeah. Hundred percent. We need a top ten GM. We deserve that. Yep. Yes, we could get worse, but the likelihood of it is we will not. So, looks like the Lions are kind of headed for a full. Not maybe not a full rebuild, but at least a partial rebuild. Complete See, rebuild, I'd say, on the defense. I would say 100% rebuild on everything, almost. Oh, I don't think so, what, not, yet. not yet. I'm curious, what do you think? Because they've had a lot of conversations throughout Twitter, I've seen, and there's probably about a 50-50 split of people that think it's 100% a rebuild, Stafford's gone after 2021, and we're going to draft a QB, sit him for a year, and then we're going. And then there's the other side that are... Hey, Stafford just needs a couple more weapons on offense, and we can flip a few pieces on defense, then we can compete a little bit next year, and especially the year after that. So, so where are you at? I guess I'm more on the, I don't know. With today's NFL, it's not really a draft a quarterback, let him sit for a year, and then kill it. Like, Mahomes and Rodgers are the only two quarterbacks I can think of with that. Like, you think about Justin Herbert, instant start. You think about that Tua. was because Tyrod got hurt. I, yeah, but I mean, it's not. You, we all knew we all knew Herbert was going to start this year. It's not. <laughs> it's you, funny you a lot of Chargers fans didn't think he was going to, but I know, I know what you, I know what you mean. Because like, and yeah, like you just said with Tua, they started him even though they were winning, which is kind of crazy to me. But it's also the same thing. That's the other thing so, is they did it with the Ravens. The um, Lamar Jackson started over Joe Flacco. Because Joe Flacco, I think, got hurt, but he never got his job back. Yeah. Like, it's normal to slowly work them in, which I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if if we're winning, we're doing good, and hypothetically we do get a quarterback in this draft, and he's ready to go, they feel like, by week eight, week nine, then put him in. Then yep. if he it messes up, do exactly what the Dolphins are honestly doing the right way. Pull him back out, put Stafford back in, and if he's ready again, put him back in. If not, then keep him out for the rest of the season. That's fine. Stafford will be traded away after 2021, and then he's our starting quarterback. Like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are teams that do it still. Like, or I think it's becoming more of a trend, in my opinion, as crazy as it sounds. Like, and I guess not the full season, like you're saying, which I get that. But, like, what two of they sat him for a few games. Herbert, they sat him for a couple games. Lamar Jackson, they sat him for a few games. Patrick Mahomes, they sat him for a whole season. They're... I don't want to talk about Jordan Love, but, like, that's what they were trying to do, and it just didn't work. Um, and then, um, who else did they do it with? I just drew a blank. But there's one other team that does it, or that just did it, and 
I think that would be such a seamless transition, having that rookie quarterback have the veteran presence that Stafford has in the locker room, still learn from him, and Stafford to know that, okay, he still can play just fine. It's just that, I think, in my opinion, it's not that the new regime would not want Stafford, it's that they would just not want to pay him that extra because they would be nervous that those that extra one or two years on his deal where it's going to be a bad cap hit, he might decline. So instead they'd trade him, get a rookie on a rookie deal, save a bunch of money and be able to allocate that money to a different position. So they would trade Stafford, not in the sense of he's declining, but in the sense of they're afraid with a big mega deal they would decline at the end of it. So he knows that he still can play, so he's going to a team that wants him because they know he still has it. But I'm 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 not advocating for this because I want that's my quarterback. It's always gonna be my quarterback. It's weird it's gonna be weird to watch the team with another quarterback, whether it's now or in ten years. It's gonna be weird. And I want him to stay. But I don't know if he's going to. I think it's probably about fifty fifty and it is one hundred percent gonna depend on I don't think it's gonna depend on the GM, I think it's gonna depend on the head coach. If the head coach wants him and absolutely adores him, he's not going anywhere. But if he's on the fence with him and would rather save money and risk it with a rookie quarterback, then that's what we're going to do. But what do you think? Yeah, so I guess what I meant was more along the lines of, I don't know, I feel like 10, 15 years ago it was draft a quarterback and then rebuild for three years and then contend. But that doesn't seem to be the case anymore in the NFL because you have Jared Goff, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have these quarter. Young quarterbacks who are winning games. Um, and I was going to say Carson Wentz, but I guess he decides not to play anymore. Um, but <laughs> you, have Kyler, you have Kyler Murray, you have Justin Herbert, who are playing at these at high levels right out of college. Yeah. And so I don't think a long-term rebuild is a thing anymore, to be honest. But I think that you need to get the pieces around them so they're able to succeed at the beginning. I think the way the Bengals did it was wrong. But I think the way that the Dolphins and... Um, the Chargers, no, not even the Chargers, the Dolphins and uh, the Chiefs did it was right. They built their team, and then they drafted their quarterback. But what I'm you saying what I mean? is we have a team. Do we, though? Yeah. I think we have good I talent. Think this team I think we're, is I think we're better than the record that we have. I, I agree with that, I do. But I just think that at best, like without Patricia, we're still nine wins. That is not a team? It's not a team? It's an average team. Like, And then your quarterback pushes you over the top. I don't think we're heading towards... But Matthew oh. Stafford does push us over the top. I'm saying with Matthew Stafford as our quarterback, we're 9-7 and seven this year. Without Patricia. And then what but I'm saying rookie, is... We're set take, back. What I'm saying is take away Patricia, take away Stafford, retool the defense. Like, offense is fine. Like, offense personnel is fine. I don't think so. I think that our O-line is good-ish... I think we need another guard. I think no, but you're not gonna have chemistry. you're not gonna be a hundred percent fine at every position. I agree, but I think our chemistry is lacking now because of whatever rotation they were doing. I think that we need to re-sign Carry On after next year as our number two back if we don't draft again. Ooh, uh, no, I think no, nope. Disagree with I, you there. Okay, I, I'm about fifty-fifty on that to be completely honest with you. Because if his knee's messed up, then I don't want him. You let Carry On walk. He's too injury prone. He's what what do you resign him for? I don't know. Two million a year? Uh, no way. Hell, he's accepting that. But um, yeah, that's true. 
and then I don't think on our wide receivers that we have to we have to draft. Correct. Well, we're not re- we're not resigning Marvin. We're not resigning Danny Amendola, and I don't know what's going to happen with Kenny. Do you want to pay Kenny now? Um, I think I franchise tag him this year. Um, and then work something out if he's because hopefully his asking price will have gone down since like he's only played in five games this year. He's only played in five games. Yeah, he played in. That's insane. Arizona, man. New Orleans, Jacksonville, Atlanta, and half of Indy. Wow, he didn't do anything in Indy. He was already injured the whole game. Yeah. Um, That's crazy to me. I did not know that. So. I franchise tag him. And franchise tag isn't that big of a deal. That's just like one year. Who cares? Um, and then try and sign him for anywhere from fourteen to eighteen million a year for th- three, four years, five years. And then Did if he's you not say fourteen to eighteen, I said fourteen to eighteen, somewhere around there. I would be okay with eighteen. Mm-huh. That's that's a little too high for me. He but anything above eighteen, no. He can't really separate he can't I, I um, 100% agree I thought he was going to get better at that I thought he was going to change I thought that's what he worked on and it has not changed and we need a wide receiver who can separate and right now we do not have one of those on our football team Mohamed new kind of can not going to lie but you know <laughs> um, Side anyway. note, the only thing the only thing from that game positive wise he actually played pretty decent not going to lie yeah. I was I like oh okay people saying oh this guy sucks and it's like I'm like, nah. If he's got anything left in the tank, he'll be decent, because <laughs> he used to be he used to be pretty solid. So that was fun to watch. Um, so let's see. That's what I'm saying. Like on offense, like if we get another quarterback, then he's gonna have to be learning with a second year or third year running back, another guy we're gonna have to draft to be the number two, an offensive lineman that is shaky with chemistry and completely new wide receivers, and then we're flipping around the other side of the ball. Our defensive line cannot do anything. The only people I want to keep from our defensive line, honestly, is Aquara and Flowers. That's it. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh sorry, sorry. Aquara's, Aquara's and Flowers. I take that back. Never mind. I f- yeah, I forgot about Penasino. I will not even lie to you. Um, he is going to be a stud, I hope. Um, and then Corners, Okuda, Mani. I can't wait for that. Those guys are going to be good. How many years is left on Coleman's deal? Two? Maybe just one. Wasn't it a three-year, $9 million a year deal? I think you could be right. Three-year, $27 million. But um, anyways, um, yeah. I don't, then I, we're, I don't... We're completely starting over at linebacker, except for Collins, but he's rather old, so... Yeah, I think that'll be... I think we saw wide receivers through the... Through free agency, there's always a ton. Wide receivers through free agency? Oh, yeah. Wide receivers don't matter at all, dude. What? Uh, actually, I'm... Here, here. here. I kind of agree with that. Hold up. I kind of... No, yeah, I kind of agree with my, you. Prove my point real quick. There's like 30 good wide receivers. Yeah, okay. Go for it. Let's see. Name the last big name receiver that won a Super Bowl. There Julian you go. Edelman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's my point. You got Julio Jones? Nope. Michael Thomas? Damn. Nope. Hopkins? Nope. Like, wide receivers are good, sure, and they change games. But. They, that's weird. That's more quarterback, it's more scheme than anything else. 
Hey, we can opt out of our deal with Justin Coleman after this year, and I think we might do it. I think we will, too. Um, but I really love what Sheila said, and I hope this applies for the whole team and not just Stafford. Um, but someone asked her, "What's what are y'all doing with Stafford like going forward? And she said, that's not up to me. Um, that's going to be up to our head coach and our general yep. manager. So I hope that sticks for the whole team, and it sounds like it will. Um, and I'm not really sure Stafford's really dying to go through another rebuild, so... Why would he, bro? Like, how many... Like, okay, let's say he stays 100% healthy. How many more years do you think he has left? Personally, I think, like, seven? Seven's a long time, dude. I know. So... There's multiple teams like that. So, so I don't know. What do you th- so you think that we will stay with Stafford? I think we'll stay or, with Stafford for one to two. Um, you don't think we're gonna he's gonna be here longer than that though? Unless these next what twenty three game or twenty three twenty one games like change. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Unless he like tears it up these next twenty one games, then no. Like. Like, the next season he has, like, 40 touchdowns and five picks. I mean, I don't even think he has to do that. He just got asked. No. He's looked awful. Not awful, but he's looked off. And... I agree. If he continues to look off, then... Yeah. But... Yeah. Damn, I think... I just think that we need to... Re- like you said, I think we need... We both agree that we need a 100% rebuild on defense. I think... And just a slight retooling on offense. I'm not... You're not gonna get a hundred percent in every position. If our, if our, if we're missing a guard on offensive line, that's not the biggest thing in the world. No, that's true. If we're starting Vitai and Tyro Crosby in a playoff game, am I terrified? No, I'm not. No. So. Not at all. And also, I'm not counting out counting out Vitai yet. Um, I'm he's been dealing with that foot closer. injury all year, so. Yeah, I'm getting a little closer. I'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, dude. It just freaks me out with the wide receivers, I feel like. Cause no, wide receivers will be just fine. There's There will be a ton in free agency. There always is. We're going to have some weird wide receivers I'm not going to be used to seeing on our team. Like, if I would have told be interesting. Like, like, 12 months ago, if I would have told you Robbie Anderson's, like, in top three receiving yards in the NFL, would you believe me? Yeah, no. Yeah. Not at all. So... Diggs is leading, pretty sure. Yeah, he is. I'm pretty sure Hopkins is second. And oh Anderson's wait, no, third. he's not. Diggs isn't leading anymore. Freaking. Oh, yeah. Um, didn't have squad today. Tyree Kill is one, and Chiefs and uh, Kelsey is two. I was like, what the hell? Those guys. That I don't even want to talk about the offense. They're just lucky people. Um, but okay. Um, we'll talk about this a little bit right now, and then. We will go in depth on two other episodes. Um, GM and head coach, give me one that you like both. I'm not really looking into GMs right now, um, but I'll give you Actually, my. Yeah, head we'll co- just we'll just stay head coach. We'll do GM later. My head coach, I'm not I'm not a BNME fan right now. Me neither. 
Um, <laughs> not because I don't know. I'm a fan. I'm just not a huge fan. Ooh, I don't, I don't even know if I'm a fan. Um, you really think it's all Andy Reid? I think it's all Andy Reid, and you know, then people say, "Oh, but what about his coaching tree?" And it's like, okay, last two people that have come out of it, Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy. Woof. Yeah. Like they're decent head coaches, but not nothing like. Ugh. So mm. my top is Robert Sala, not even close right now. In fact, I'm thinking of like photoshopping him in a like lion's shirt or something. Damn it, you stole mine. <laughs> um, let's go. You could say Sala. Uh, let me let, let me talk about that real quick though. Just let's about him. Yeah, Sherman's tweet. I know you saw that. Yeah. Um, Richard Sherman, the cornerback for the 49ers. If you guys do not know who that is, you've been living under a rock. Um, he talked about how Saul is from there, and he's going to be surprised if he does not get the head coaching job there. And I, I, I can kind of see that, to be honest. And I guess, okay, one guy, also defensive, oddly enough, um, Don Martingale. He is the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. And he's been the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens for years. I've never seen a Baltimore Ravens defense in, I think, the past five or six years ranked out of the top ten. They are legit. They've always been amazing. They rush the passer. Their blitzes are super creative. Um, he's an older guy. I can't remember how old he is. I want to say 50s. But not, not like extremely old or anything like that, but... I think he'd be someone that has plenty of connections, and he might even bring the Ravens offensive coordinator, which I would not want personally. But I think I would love to have him as my head coach. He's not talked about a lot, but he will be a head coach in this league soon. So I actually really like him. Then, yeah, on the solo thing, honestly, I, I, he's moving up. I don't know if he's number one yet. I haven't made my list. I will be doing that and probably today or tomorrow, both GMs and head coaches. But you, is he really your number one right now? Oh, yeah, not even close. I think I've wanted him since, ooh, man, I don't know. There were talks of firing Patricia mid last year, like right as Stafford was going out. Yeah. And he was my want list then. So the the reason this sticks out to me is because of this whole Patricia experiment, which I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I didn't want because I wanted Patricia so bad. Um, God, it didn't work out, obviously. Um... And one thing I, like, I don't know. It seems like there was a huge red flag that all Lions fans just chose to ignore. And that was the Super Bowl, dude. Getting whooped by a backup quarterback? Not getting whooped by a backup quarterback. It's not that. It's because, like, Super Bowls happen, crazy things happen. It's lighting up 500 yards of offense. And I'm not saying getting whooped by a backup quarterback because so did the Vikings. The Vikings were amazing. But it's, like... That game, we were all just kind of like, oh, da, 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 you know? And, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Sala in this Super Bowl, but it's, I mean, they held the Chiefs to, what, 20, 30 points in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl? Yeah. And held them without a touchdown for a, a good little while. Yeah, they did. So. I don't know what happened in the end, but I think that was more of players instead of not a scheme. But, no, the reason Sala stands out to me is because Kyle Shanahan is obviously a an offensive-minded guy. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers are really good on offense. I don't think they have the best personnel, but they're really good on offense. But their defense stands out to me like crazy. And I don't think Kyle Shanahan has much, if anything, to do with the defense. Oh, not at all. 
no. <laughs> no. And yeah, I agree. And oh, where was I going with this? Crap. Wow, that's going to kill me. But um, they said that, I forgot, I think it was Pierre at DLFP Tweets tweeted that if Solid does come here, he would bring someone as his OOC. I forget. Dude, I don't even said. care. Like, bring whoever you want. <laughs> True. Like, I'm I'm full on the Solid train, bro. I've been on it for I'm... probably, he's been in the back of my mind for like 18 months. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess he has too. I agree with you. It was about that same time for me also, where... Um, I was just ready to get a new head coach, and yeah. I don't know, watching the Thanksgiving game with my family, it's like, they're like, wait, this guy's your head coach? And it's like, he just stands there, like, the whole time. And then you watch, like, 49ers game, and Saul is, like, running around, pumping people up, like. Yeah. Like, fist bumping is, like. It's amazing. Fist bumping Bosa after he gets a sack, like, I don't know. It's just an energy in Detroit that we haven't had. Yeah. Oh, gosh. For a long time. Ever? I'm just kidding. Because, um, because Caldwell wasn't really the guy to, like, celebrate. Like, he'd, like, high-five, but nothing like... I don't know. Solid kind of acts like he's one of the guys, you know? Yeah. So, that's um, my number one. Not even close. Random NFL side note. Texans' Will Fuller just got suspended yeah, for six that. games for violating the substance abuse policy. Wow. Um... And okay, I guess I'll say one thing on the GMs real quick. I want a general manager from a winning organization. Yeah. Or one that's starting to win. So, yes. so who are like, those teams for you right now? Chiefs, Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens, Bills, Steelers, and 49ers. I agree with all those and then throw uh, the Colts. Uh, Colts. Colts, sorry. I forgot to add that one. Yeah. I don't know why they're not on my list. Oh, the reason is because this is my head coaching list, and I so, don't want any head coaches from there. I don't want Eberflus. Because, yeah, he's there. Yeah. DC. I have nothing against him. I think that they have a legit I, defense. I do. Hot take. But, Ooh. And I'm going to get destroyed because this is another hot take about the Colts. But the Colts still aren't that good. But they're, they're a good – they're an above-average defense with the – Top five defensive linemen in the league with DeForest Buckner. I don't know if mm-hmm. he caught anything, can it, caught any part of that Titans Colts game. No, I was driving, but. <laughs> so it was 14 14, and then Derrick Henry's like, all right, my turn. Oh, yeah, I looked at the stats. And, the dude yeah. went insane. I mean, he always does. He heats up like right now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe he's lost a step. No, he does not lose a step. He just is literally warms up like a freight train. So, everybody's going to start getting cold. It's going to hurt to hit, and he's just going to run through you. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. And I don't know. Um, for those of you crazy people, the Lions are not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, and it would be very, 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 very hard for them to get in. Essentially, what it's, would need to be done is... Win out, right now, pretty much. The, we have to win out, um, and the Cardinals are the seventh seed at 6-5. and five. So they would have to lose two games out of the next five. The Vikings would have to lose three games. No, the Vikings would have to lose one. No, or two. Because we, because we still play them. Yeah, but they have a better divisional record, do they not? No, but if we if they lose one and then we beat them, that puts... So if they lose one, I'm just like thinking they'd be five and seven. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, then we'd be five. So yeah, they have they have to lose two. Same with the Bears. Yeah. So the Cardinals have to lose two. The Ooh, Bears Vikings might have just to lose be two. one. The Bears have to lose. Bears one. might just be one because they're. Have the Bears and Vikings played yet? Yeah, they played um, like two. Yes. Have two the Bears beat anybody ago. in the division except for us? No. Let's see. No. Um. No, they haven't, have they? Nope. nope. So. No. And then the Niners are also above us, and they would have to lose. One, I don't I think. know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of counting us out for the playoffs, but hoping to see yeah, some, me too. some fun. The only way we make it is if we win out, and that'd be kind of crazy because we play some very good teams. I mean, I've seen crazier things happen, but I just, like you just said, I want to see us have fun. So, yeah. Let's see some really, blitzes on defense, baby. Woo! I'm not even, like, know. looking for blitzes on defense. I just, dude, if, like, if 2019 Stafford comes out, like, oh. Also, okay, then. this offseason <laughs> might be... Like, the funnest one we've seen in a long time. These Patricia oh, I know. Quinn off-seasons, other than the one before the 2019 season, have been kind of bleh. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm just excited. I'm at a point, and I was telling you this earlier, like, I'm at a point where I'm, I'm happy to be a Lions fan right now. Like, I have, I have hope. I know there's going to be a whole bunch of conflict and confusion and a whole bunch of work and effort and it's going to be complicated and it's going to take a while whether it's one year halfway through the year and then we have a chance to make the playoffs next year or it is a complete rebuild and I'm ready to wait three years I am three years again I'm good with that and either way it's just new it's hope we have a chance it's a fresh start we can start over and I feel like a ton of people are asking right now, what's the difference? And the difference is that Patricia was, I don't know. I still feel like, ugh, I don't know how to explain it. It was a rebuild without saying that it was a rebuild. That's the thing, though, is Patricia came in to almost, I don't know. I wish there was a way we could have two head coaches and then have Caldwell coach the offense and, and Patricia coach the defense. That would have been dream <laughs> coming in. Um, that's funny. Because that was the yeah. differ- that's the difference right now is... Lions were nine and seven. Fired their head coach, being like, "All right, let's go win a Super Bowl with someone who knows what they're doing." And the Patricia's like, "I know what I'm doing." And then he was lying. Yep. So that's the difference right now is that we're kind of in this whole only place to go from here is up. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh. I don't know. Um. And it is like, I'm just excited to see what happens. Like I really am. You're right. The only place is up. We're we're at the bottom. We have no general manager. We have no head coach. We don't know what our defense will look like. We don't know who's going to be on our offense. We don't know if our offensive coordinator is going to stay or go. We don't know what's going to happen, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. We're going to get better. So I'm excited. Yep. Okay. Uh, some random NFL news that is coming out right now because this is what we do. We are huge on Twitter. If you guys have not realized that yet, I am at Lion for Life D E T and. Colton is at Lions Royalty, right? Yep. Um, uh, this but is the second Texas, time. Will Fuller's out for the season? Yes, yeah, next six games. Oh, I didn't see that. I just thought it was like a... Oh, I just thought he was are, suspended. Those are big. He's done. He'll be out one game next season, too. Um, crazy stat. This is the second time since 1948 their game will be played on Wednesday. The Steelers and Ravens game got pushed back because of COVID. That is nuts. This I don't know if the game's going to be also, played. I think this is where the extra game's going to be played, not the week 18 or whatever. This is also the longest week in NFL history, by the way. 
Well, I mean, duh. Because it goes from 10.30 on Thursday. Oh. To. Wow. I didn't think about that. 12.30 for you, Detroit people. Yeah. 12.30 Eastern time on Thursday, Thanksgiving, all the way until Wednesday. Now Wednesday, yeah. I wonder what time they play at. I don't know if it came out of time yet. It's but Wednesday night, so I'd assume 5. From yeah, probably 5. So it was 7 o'clock Eastern game there. Weird game. And then um, also because the Steelers are playing <laughs> are on the, Wednesday, the game the with Texans, the Washington football team got moved to Monday. Are the Texans just going to pick claim Kenny – or not claim. Are the Texans just going to sign Kenny Stills now? That just... would actually be hilarious. They just released him and he cleared waivers. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would that. We're cutting you. We're signing you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I 24 hours. That's some funny stuff. And then one last thing for the game tonight, current NFL news. Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie told the coaching staff to start Hurts if the game, um, if Carson Wentz starts to struggle in this game. Ooh. I will keep track of this game. My North Carolina Tar Heel basketball team is playing in an hour, so I will be doing that, but I will also be keeping track of the other game as well. So that'll be interesting. What do you think? I think it's Hurts' team now, to be completely honest with you. I I don't even know, man. I was, do you know Brett Coleman at all on Twitter? Yeah, 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 yeah. I so, don't follow him. I don't know why. He has some good tweets, but. So, yeah, I follow him. He, has, he runs a YouTube channel, does, like, film breakdown. Um, I really like his stuff, but yeah, he did a video on Wentz, and it's like, oh, it's it's just it's bad. But it's not even a Carson Wentz problem; it's a Doug Peterson problem. It's a it's a roster problem. It's a man; they got problems. So, anyways, yeah, that's all I, I got. Know. It's they got a lot. They got a lot to figure out. But okay, all right, we will go ahead and wrap this one up. We went a little longer than usual, but we're excited. What can I say? We're very excited. This is like, this is like a refresh. We cleansed everything. We're restarting. I'm, I'm happy. Let's see how this goes. So, the next five games going to be an audition for Bevel, and it's just going to be kind of like that fun time of year where okay, we went out, some free stuff happens, we make the playoffs. That probably will not happen. So, let's enjoy it. Let's see how it goes, and let's get and back get, to running a normal NFL team. And get T.J. Hawkins into the Pro Bowl because why not? Yes, please. That was the one thing we did not say. I cannot believe. That man is leading in Pro Bowl votes. I don't know what games people have been watching, but I am so happy. I don't know if they've just been a, seeing his one touchdown catch a week every week. I don't know. What, what other NFC tight ends do you vote for? I see your point now. Yeah. <laughs> but hell yeah, baby. I want him in. Yep. I'm mad Jack Fox hurt himself on Thanksgiving, but it's okay. Um, best still best player in the league. Anyways, okay. Uh, we will go ahead and wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for joining us on now episode 20, Free at Last, Patricia and Quinn No More. Thank you guys. Peace out, Lions fans. Happy holidays. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Peace out. Go Lions. Lions.